Welcome to Fit Chicks Chat, the podcast dedicated to fitness, nutrition, wellness, and mindset. For more information on Fit Chicks Academy and our upcoming fitness and nutrition expert certification, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications, please visit fitchicksacademy.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn, and on today's podcast, I am insanely excited because we have Jamie Filer joining us. Jamie, hi, how are you? I am well, Amanda. How are you? I'm so good. I have been looking forward to this interview for a while now. Um, when I read through just sort of what it is that you're doing out in the world, I, I just got so excited about having you join us and just share your inspirational story, your message. So thank you so much for being here. The pleasure is mine. And, and thank you so much for giving me a platform and, and another voice, really just a soapbox. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's truly amazing. Um, you know, for anyone who is listening right now or sort of watching any of our podcasts, can you share just a little bit more about your story, your background and sort of how you got into this industry? Because I think it's it's such an important message to share. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I well, I appreciate that. Um, I am I am your cliche vert. Like, <laughs> my, I turn my mess into a message, as it were. Right? We've all heard that expression. So I started my first diet when I was eleven. Um, couldn't tell you what spurred it on. I don't know what it was that my eleven-year-old self was struggling so much with that I decided to start counting calories and just. Yeah. Wow, getting smaller. Um, and it it kind of peaked at uh, 15, 16 years old when I was hospitalized for the first and second time uh, with anorexia, full-blown eating disorder, um, involuntary into the hospital. My parents made the best decision to this day. Um, they saved my life, essentially. Um, but in in... I mean, the truth is the bodybuilding both almost killed me, but also saved my life because if it wasn't for me discovering the gym and cardio and weight training, I would not have whittled myself down to 95 pounds. But subsequently, without bodybuilding, I would not have been given a reason to get healthy and quote unquote sober again, because I loved muscle and I loved strength and power so much that I was willing to leave the eating disorder in my past and and embrace this new stronger version of myself right and i think i mean that message of how it can be both right i think right. it really is really powerful to share because it's like it started off as something that was destroying your life and it is now something that has empowered your life Absolutely. And, and thankfully, you know, I don't want to make this, of course, like none of this has just ever been about me, but again, had it not been for weight training and how good I felt, I would not have wanted to pass that on to literally everybody to this day that I communicate with. Right. Like, I just want to go up to strangers and say, don't you want to be strong? Yeah. Right. Like, I'm like help. And like every day is Christmas that I get to help change people's lives through fitness. Right. No. And, and, you know, when you say when you changed your life, like, you know, of course, being strong and being healthy is something that like, I, you know, at Fitchix Academy, we preach that over and over again. It's about like the mental side too, though. Right. And I know that right. that's something that you're so, that is so empowering for you. So yeah. how do you share that message when it comes to like walking up to that stranger and saying, don't you want to be strong? Like, I know, you know, right? how, do you, how do you kind of show them like how they inter, how they interconnect so strongly, right? Because it is, it's the mind, body, spirit connection of like, for sure. everything together. 
Oh my gosh. And of course it takes another professional to recognize that people are just like, I want to be thinner. And I'm like, no, you don't. There's something you're struggling with inside that makes you think weight loss is the answer. (sighs) Okay. Right. Separate topic. Um, so the truth is, uh, I wish that I could go up to every stranger, but I've been in this industry for 18 years. And what I've learned is that you have to wait for strangers to go up to you. Yeah. Because everyone, yeah, right. Because everyone is at a different point in their journey. Some haven't even started yet. So for me to go up or for you to go up with the amount of enthusiasm and passion we have, it's actually terrifying for them. It's not, it's over. It it brings about its own level of anxiety. (laughs) So where I start with is where, my clients are at. I don't have, I mean, I have a system, I have a framework, but I throw everything out the window if they've never even been in a gym before, right? How am I supposed to put them on an upper, lower power hypertrophy split if like making it out the door is a win, you know? So I take everything I've learned from them about them and where they're at, right? Relative to their journey of a thousand miles and say, okay, Here's the single step I would like you to begin with. Report back in a week. Let me know how it went. Yeah. I love that. Meeting them where they're at, I think, is one of the key things. And we, I mean, in our fitness and nutrition expert certification, we teach that as one of the foundational pieces, of course. Yeah. And I think it's a missed piece. Would you agree with that? That like there's a lot of coaches that kind of that don't recognize that that should be step number one. Yeah. So I'm, I would be compile on a million other things. Did you ever run into that as like when you were learning about health and fitness, did you do that to yourself or did you work with a coach that kind of tried to do that as well? Like accelerate you past where you were. So I've never worked with a coach like that, but when I got started in the industry, the reason I got started is because I wanted to be Jillian Michaels. I wanted to have a national level platform. I wanted a brand and I wanted to affect as many lives as she was affecting every single day with, again, how many different brands and and arms of her brand she had until I realized not everyone wants a drill sergeant. And you will probably turn off more people than you will turn on if you take that one approach. Now, granted, Bob Harper's approach is also not for everyone, right? Not everyone wants the cheerleader and the kind-hearted soul. Some people need a swift kick in the butt. But it was through, I guess, my first couple years where I tried to be someone else that I realized that doesn't work for everyone. You cannot have a one-size-fits-all coaching program or coaching personality either. Yeah. Oh my God. I am actually dying that you said Jillian Michaels, because when we started Fit Chicks back yeah. 18 years ago, so it was 14 years ago. And I am not exaggerating. Jillian Michaels was like our inspiration for even oh, 14. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like it was like, that was like, she was our vibe. Like I would do all yeah. of the at home, all that stuff. And so when we actually, the very first time that Laura and myself, my business partner and I started teaching yeah. classes, yeah, teach them in tandem, which was like, I n- highly do not recommend to anybody to ever try to teach a fitness class together with like someone else. It's weird. Yeah. At least it was for us. But so she was trying to emulate Jillian Michaels. And then I was trying to emulate her being Jillian Michaels. So when we were teaching, it was so disjointed oh, and weird. And yeah. like, because we just love Jillian. And I, fun fact, we've actually had her on the chicks chat. And I'm like, uh, it was like the moment where I was like, I am so nervous. I I'm like sweating through my clothes. Cause it was just like, this is my fitness info person, but yeah. 
Um, but it's just, I share that with you because it's just so funny, right? Because it's like, we also tried to do that approach yeah. of like emulating someone else as a coach or like being really tough. And it it didn't translate at it's all. It's not who we, right. It's not who we are. You have to, no. you have to have your own, your own personal voice. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't translate for us, but it also didn't translate for our clients. Right. And then as soon as we started coaching the way um, I taught, I was taught by one of my mentors, his name is David Robson. He was my yoga, uh, my yoga teacher. And he said, teach a class you want to attend, period. I love that. And when he said that to me, I was like, okay. And then I started teaching that way. And it just, I was able to impact so many more people. I was able to transform so many more people's lives because I was being authentically me. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. (laughs) And I just, I share that because it's like, as soon as you talked about Jillian, I was like, oh my gosh, I, we were on the same, that same wavelength of like, yeah, we got to Yeah. Right. But it was, again, it was all we knew because- I mean, there were there were law dramas on TV and police dramas and medical dramas, but this was the first time a personal trainer, which is typically like an in-between career, like nobody ever thinks you're going to be a personal trainer the rest of your life, made it on TV. And you're like, wait, this legitimizes what we do. This this woman and this man who do what I do at like Good Life or Crunch Fitness, they made a freaking like a billion dollar career out of it. And they're like, okay, cool. So I can I can stick with this fitness thing. Yeah. (laughs) Now, when you think about like, you know, when you first started as a coach versus Mm -hmm. now, would you say also your priorities have shifted in terms of that? Like in terms of the desire of why you want to do this? Yes, 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 yes. So um, it was, it was, uh, you know, we talk about my approach to fitness is I'm going to say like 60% psychological, 40% physiological. And it came because I started in the fitness industry and I was trading hours for dollars, as they say, right? Like I would train you for an hour, you would pay me $60 and that's so great. Then the the bigger, let's say my social media presence got and the more clients I was taking on, I was also losing a lot more. Right. And when I would have the exit interview or I would dialogue with them, I'd say, hey, like, is it something I did? Do you mind providing feedback? Can I offer more? Do you want to speak less? Like what, what happened? And they said, no, it's not you. It's my anxiety or no, it's not you. I got overwhelmed at work or no, it's not you. I'm getting a divorce. And I was like, if I could just solve the problem of overwhelm and anxiety and stress, I wouldn't lose clients, right? If I can help them get what they want, I can teach them what they need. So at first, it was all about the it was about the money, right? Because I needed to put a roof over my head and, and keep the lights on and food on the table. And then it was like, wait, these people are missing out on such an, an imperative part of their well-being because st- stupid stressors and anxiety are getting the better of them. If I could just teach them how to cope better, they would stick with it and they would see that you can have it all. For sure. And how do you find with your coaching now, like, how do you implement that part? Because I agree with you a million times over mm. that if you are only looking at one factor when it comes yeah. to health and fitness, you're only helping people change. I, I believe it helps them change for a short period of time. So someone yeah. can do a four week program. And then at the end of the four week program, they feel great. But if you haven't changed the internal dialogue, the whole psychological aspect around health and fitness, they'll hmm. always go backwards and forwards. That's why we see yo-yo affecting happening. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you implement that with your clients and 
have you found that that has completely transformed everyone's life? Like in that, yeah. not everyone, oh. but majority, let's say, because <laughs> there's going to be people that it's just. I know, I'd like to think, but no, you're probably right. <laughs> um, so the first thing I do is uh, my clients who sign on for three months, I send them a journal. Like a like a heart journal, not a not a fitness workout journal, and they're probably shocked when it arrives from Amazon. But I said, no, this speaks to the fact that this is my priority. I I'm not going to send you a workout journal because again, you may not be there yet, right? We still may be trying to figure out how to get more water and and ten thousand steps, right? But I need you journaling. I need you working on your health set, your heart set, and your mindset. So. That's the first thing I do, right? Shoot them a journal. Let's get it out. Whatever's in your head, let's get it out on paper. Then uh, immediately after the section in the form or the, the document that they get that outlines their nutrition training supplements is lifestyle hacks. And in it, again, just as explicit as here are your macros is... Here is how to get more time freedom and develop a growth mindset. Like like Carol Dweck's YouTube videos, all of Mel Robbins' TED Talks. Like um, I let them know that they're the priority here is everything, right? It's it's health and heart and mind. Just as you said, mind, body, soul. So nothing is any more important. And I'll say, listen, I have no problem if you want to make the training part optional and focus on how to brain dump. That's totally cool. Um So that's how I do it. And then the other thing is I tell every single one of my clients, I said, the emphasis here, my clients who make the biggest changes, and again, similar to what you mentioned, those lifestyle changes, not the yo-yo diet, cool before and after transformation changes, are the ones who emphasize communication over compliance. Because you can be compliant for 12 weeks, drop a ton of weight, fantastic. If you haven't spoken to your coach once, what have you actually learned? But my clients who check in weekly, even if their compliance isn't 100%, gives us, it's a teaching opportunity. Every single time, ah, I see your macros were only four to seven. Let's talk about it. They say, well, my wife and I went on vacation and I just, I said, ah, Okay. Is this the last time you're ever going to go on vacation? And they're like, well, I certainly hope not. And I said, great. Should we learn how to navigate food on vacation? And they say, probably. And again, teaching opportunity. Love that. Yeah. I love that so much because I think it's, it has to be, how can I make this my life versus how can I just do this for a period of time? Right. Right. It's the same thing when people say, you know, I'm too busy. Okay. I totally understand that. Listen, a a lot, right. I get it. I get it. 12 hour days. Same, same. Do you anticipate ever being busy again in your life? And they're like, yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm. (laughs) so should we learn what fitness looks like during busy season so that next time busy season happens, we can navigate it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's so, that's so smart. Honestly, Jamie, I love that because I think it's it, it has to be about how do you create this as part of your life? Yeah. Just and I think even when I think back to my own journey, you know, and I yeah. working out at my very first video actually was Cher's fitness video, like in my, you know the singer Cher. That was actually yeah, of course, of VHS like way back in the day. So I'm totally dating myself, but that was like literally my that was my introduction to fitness <laughs> and. It's, but it's like, I've done, I did all of the things. I did all the fad diets. I did all the different workouts. I did all the things. And for anyone who's listening to Fit Chick Chat right now, like you may be on that journey too, where you're like, you're testing and trying and you're like, okay, that worked for a period of time. And now I'm going to test this other thing, or I'm going to try this other thing. Yep. Trying all these different things, but really it's about taking a step back and looking at your whole life and saying, okay, what can I do? That's going to support me 
every single day, not just yeah. for this four weeks, not just for this eight weeks. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and I think that definitely, again, it's, uh, I love that you mentioned try different things because a lot of people are like, well, you know, uh, when you get a client for the first time, they're like, well, what, how do you approach training? Like, what's your style? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's my style? I mean, like, look, look at my trophies. This is my style. What's your style? Don't worry about my style. Right. So some people say, well, I really like kickboxing. And I said, okay, then tell you what, why don't you go to nine rounds and I'll do your nutrition. Right. Or they're like, I really love CrossFit. And I said, fantastic. Why don't you do CrossFit and I'll program accessory work for you. Right. A lot of dumbbell stuff, a lot of cardio stuff. Right. So I think the other misconception that people have about fitness is that it looks like sweating really hard in the gym, using machines, barbell. No, what? I have like maybe some of the fittest clients I have have gone off and done Pilates but they stick with me for nutrition and mindset, right? Or I've got my CrossFitters who are uber competitive and amazing. But again, like there's not one way of doing fitness that works for everyone. You find something you enjoy that you'll stick with and then you will see results. I think that's one of the most powerful messages that you can share too, because I think how many times as a coach, have you heard someone say, I'm going for a run, I hate running. Yeah, in the same oh my God, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, I have to go for my run. I hate running. And then I always would say, I'm like, so why are you doing that? Yeah. Because I think I have to, or I heard it was good for fat loss. Yeah. Right. Or like, oh, I see the trend is to go to the gym and do the treadmill like that. Um, what is it? The three twelve. Oh, I was just I knew you're like twelve three thirty or something. Yeah, three twelve thirty, I think it is. Works for some, doesn't work for everyone. It's like it's it's finding it's finding the fitness that works for you. Yep. Is the only is the only answer, really. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I have one, I have one client, not to like belabor the point, but I have one client who's like, listen, if we're gonna do this online thing, I'm I'm gonna need to see you. And I said, Yeah, that's not actually how my business model works. So I literally, Amanda, created there's like upper body, and then I I gave like six YouTube videos just of upper body at home stuff. Other people, not even me, because I don't have a I don't have a database, I don't have a video series, and then lower body, and then abs. And then hit. And that was her, again, because that's what works for her. Having a face, but not wanting to go into the gym. Totally okay. Having a face on the other side of the computer telling her what to do. And then she still checked in with me, saw results, super happy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really does have to be, but it has to be the thing you have to kind of figure it out, which is why I think testing and trying different things. Yeah. Like I, I can literally think back to my own journey. And I don't know if you're the same. I know, like, again, I started working out uh, in grade nine. So it was, it's been a long time, but it's like, I've done the at-home workouts. I've done mixed martial arts program, Aikido. I've done belly dancing programs. I've done run fit programs. Like yeah. name it, I've tried it, but I, I've done it. I even went to the Biggest Loser Ranch, which is so funny because we're talking about July. I, That's I crazy. Okay. In Utah for a week to train with the trainers just to see what the program felt like for a week. Yeah. I just, yeah. I wanted to see, I was, I, and if I can be authentic about it, it was like, we worked out for eight hours a day. I was starving yeah. the whole time because <laughs> they give you only 1200 calories, except for at night you have unlimited salad bars. So I would eat like seven plates of like, salad. Okay. I'm, like I'm okay. so hungry. Like I'm just eating like apples and greens all night long. <laughs> like, 
That's wow. So much I didn't know. And also I didn't realize they, they actually had an in-person location. You could just visit for, I guess, for the novelty, honestly, but was, that's fun. Well, no, I mean, I didn't go for the, no, I went for training and, you know, and, but there were, there were people there that were there and they're like, we're going to be here for eight weeks, 12 weeks. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, it was like a weight loss. Yeah. Release, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. So we actually went, uh, Laura and I for a week just to, just to kind of like, do it and see. Yeah. It's really intense. But, yeah. it's just, you know, by doing those things, it allowed for me to really realize I'm like, okay, the things I really connect to are this kind of movement. This yeah. Kind of and would you say the same goes for you when it comes to nutrition? Like, do you find as a coach, you have people that come to you because nutrition I find is one of the hardest part. I feel like movement, oh, sure. movement yeah. can be something that people can be like, okay, I can find something I can do for 20 minutes, even a day. Right. Like they yeah. can kind of make something work, but nutrition seems to be the biggest block in my opinion with working yeah. with clients it always is the biggest one that you kind of run into people get their backs up they get uncomfortable with changing their nutrition would you say it's the same for you and how do you get absolutely how do absolutely. you help your clients get past that i, I mean the truth is whether you're an elite level athlete right like i've, I've worked some high level crossfitters and and body my, i myself am a bodybuilder and uh nutrition is all of our hang-ups right regardless of what level right um so very similar in a similar manner in my intake form when I have onboarded a client, um, three options. Would you would you like to do macros? Would you like clean eating guidelines and portion sizes, or do you just want a grocery list? And they write circle one, and that's it. So I've got some clients who are like, I have no idea what a macro is, but I see it on your stories and I'm really interested. And I said, okay, fantastic. So boom, all of the resources I can provide. And then of course, like one-on-one education, or if they say clean eating guidelines, okay, cool. Like (laughs) this is a protein size and this is a carb size and put a boatload of vegetables on your tray, right? So again, it speaks to where are you at? What will not overwhelm you? Are you interested in learning about the kind of the next thing up? But um, again, I don't start all of my clients at one. It's you tell me. That's the answer. You tell me. That's so good. I know. I mean, and I've talked about this once on our podcast on Fitchick Chat, but I, I shared that I, after I had my daughter, I hired a coach because yeah. I was like, I don't want to think about it. I don't even, I know what to do, but I don't want to think about it. I don't want to plan yeah. anything. And um the plan that they gave me was very much a cookie cutter approach. It was like yeah. here's a fitness program, which was fine. And then the nutrition plan had food in it that I was, I didn't eat. And I okay. was like, okay, I can't eat these kinds of things. I want to sub out this. There's a lot of meat in here. I just don't eat that, that much meat. Yeah. I want to sub it out with this. And they're like, no, no. Oh, just no. I, okay. I am confident enough in my abilities that I was able to just make my own changes and just, make yeah. But I felt so sad in that moment because I thought about some clients maybe getting that same response that maybe yeah. understand how to make those shifts or changes. Right. You know, what do you do when you're, and I, and I'm, I want to kind of get your opinion on this when it comes to clients that you're working with, if they're running into issues with their nutrition, because I know, mm-hmm. again, this is a big hangup for a lot of people listening to our podcast. How do you help coach someone through and navigate through the feelings around either a, like I'm not being compliant and I feel really bad about it. Yeah. I'm really anxious about it. I'm really uncomfortable about it. Or um, I really just need changes made. Like this just, I can't do this for the rest of my life. How do you kind of help them navigate those two pieces? Oh my gosh. Well, the first one is the the guilt, shame, shame, guilt spiral, right? So there's actually a, 
a diagram. Like I've, I can't tell you, I, I should probably add that infographic, honestly, to my, uh, to my intake form as well, or rather the, the document that I give back to clients. But I think it comes down to, again, kind of bringing this conversation full circle, your personality is a coach, right? I knew, I think I saw Jillian Michaels break down maybe one time on 16 seasons of The Biggest Loser or something. Um, I am so honest and real and raw and vulnerable with my clients and with my audience on Instagram. It's almost like they feel a, a reciprocation to cry in front of me too. You know what I So I establish a culture where honesty is expected because I am honest with you first, right? right? So I, I am honest when I struggle, uh, you know, if, if my wife and I are like not on the same page and it was a difficult day, I'm honest when I'm frustrated with a client for not checking in. And then I'm honest when I blow my diet and I'm frustrated with myself. So then my clients are like, wow, if my coach who I thought was perfect is not actually perfect, I'm allowed to not be perfect in front of my coach. Right. So I love that. Yeah. So I think that's the first answer. And then uh, oh my gosh, your second one. Oh, I've hit rock bottom, right? How do I, how do I make the change? Um, I think it, it comes to, you have to hop on a call and say, why do you need this? Why is this so important to you? My, my mentor calls this seven layers of why you have to be like a toddler, right? Someone says, I want to lose weight. Okay. Awesome. Why? Right. A lot for, for a lot of trainers, that's enough. I want to lose weight. Perfect. How much and by when? Uh, 16 pounds by my wedding in May. Great. Yeah. I say, wait a second. Why do you want to lose the weight? Well, cause I have a wedding coming up. Okay. But why is it important to you? Well, because I want to look good in my dress. Okay. But I mean, no one's going to say anything. You're probably going to be a good looking bride anyway. Why is it important? Well, because I don't want to not feel confident. Now we're somewhere. Why is confidence so important to you? Because I was bullied a lot growing up and I've just never been thin. Okay, but why is being thin? Like, what does that mean to you? And she said, well, I just saw the way that like uh, everyone would walk on my mom because she was so not confident and she really didn't have a backbone and people would just use her. And I don't want that to happen to me. Oh my God, okay. Now we went from, I want to lose weight for my wedding to, I don't want to be the doormat my mother was when I grow up. Right. Now we have your reason to stick with it and be compliant, right? Mm -hmm. No, it, and it's absolutely true. It's when you, when you understand the deep core reason behind anything, Yeah, you don't need the like, when people say like, oh, I, I'm not motivated to go to the gym. It's like, it's not about motivation. It's about like this true understanding of yeah. what is moving you forward in life. Yeah. Right? And there's a total difference because motivation only like, Motivation can only go so far, I think. Yep. <laughs> right? yep. It only lasts for a few days. Like, yeah. I'm eat the cookie. I'm not going to eat the cookie. It's like willpower. It's like, I can only do this for so long. Yeah. But if you really understand it and you're tapped into it. And yep. by you being a coach that allows people to tap into it and ask the right Encourages, questions. not just allows, encourages. Yeah. Oh, that's a great, yes. <laughs> um, encourages it. Then it allows for them to really be like, it's, it's, present now it's in their awareness it's no longer just about that surface level reasoning it's like oh no now i really get it yeah yeah could not agree more that's amazing so jamie i mean i loved having you on this podcast i love our chat why would you mind just sharing a little bit more about um and i feel like we could talk for a long time but yeah, can you please share with our listeners a little bit more about how they can get in touch with you 
Um, yeah. I know that you have a special offer that you want to give to them as well about your coaching. Um, and just, of course, for anyone listening, all of the information will also be in the show notes. So you can make sure you check it out there and you can connect with Jamie. But I'd love to just have you share a little bit more about how they can work with you and connect. With yes. You. Uh, so the best way to get in touch with me is Instagram. I'm on the other side of my DMs and I don't have someone running it for me. So anyone that follows me or messages me will get a personal response back. And I do love hearing from everybody. I love conversation, interaction. I love strangers. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Instagram is at J-A-I-M and then the numbers 91. So James 91. Um, you can also, my website is jamiefiler.com. And then in terms of my, my special offer, it's really a free ebook that my wife and I put together and it's called get out of your head and into the gym. Uh, you know, it's our way of giving back to those people who are, um, we call it gym intimidation, right? You see all these huge Jack people or like perfect body. I'm putting perfect bodies in quotes. Um, and, and you're like, Oh my God, there's no way I can work out alongside them. They're going to be judging me. This is, this is our way of saying, Hey, as those people who are really jacked and my wife is a pro bikini competitor. So she's probably the one intimidating you. She does not care what you're doing. She is focused on herself and her lift and making herself better. Nobody's looking at, but again, we wanted to slowly build you up to get to the point where you can set foot in a gym and just be like, yeah, let's go. Um, so yeah, I have, uh, I'm sure we'll link to it in the show notes, the, the link to that book. Definitely. Yeah. The link will be in the show notes for everyone who's listening. Um, so make sure you check it out. Make sure that you connect with Jamie. Jamie, I'm so grateful to have you here. Um, we should definitely set up another time to have you join. Yeah. I'd love to talk oh more God. too about your competition journey and stuff. So let's set up a second time. Yes, that would be really so much fun. Okay. About that as well. Cause I know so many of our listeners are interested in that and hearing the real deal behind the scenes of what it takes to be a competitor. So sure. Um, sure. I'll send you sure. some details on that, but thank you so much for joining us uh, for everyone listening today. Thank you so much for listening to Fit Chicks Chat. We will see you again next week and make sure you check out the show notes, check out the ebook and we'll see you again soon. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. 